Welcome back to Paranormal News. And today I kind of want to talk about asylums. Why? Because of this. When I say the word asylum, what is the first thing that comes to your head? First thing. Is it haunted location? Because as a paranormal investigator, that's the first thought that comes to my head is, ooh, haunted place. How can I book it? I want to investigate. But why do we have this correlation already there? Why why are we taking old asylum and immediately thinking that this place is haunted? What are the necessary building blocks in order for a location to be haunted? Is it sightings? Is it reports? Is it people saying that this place is haunted? Because like I just pointed out, without even knowing a specific location, I have immediately assumed that an asylum would be haunted. Because in my mind, there were deaths that happened, right? Maybe mysterious deaths, like at Randolph Asylum, where we had a few instances where people were definitely mistreated and one person fell out of a window. Were they pushed? Did they fall? Who knows? But there's only actually about a handful of traumatic events that happened where lives were lost or where someone just ended up spending their entire life in the care of this asylum. So is that all that's needed for us to believe that these locations are haunted? Just the fact that people may or may not have passed away at the location and whether that was because of normal health reasons or because of foul play or wrongdoings. It's just interesting to me that we connect asylum to be something of paranormal grounds because asylums in general are not supposed to be something that's perceived as a negative space that would still harbor souls that are quote-unquote trapped inside these buildings. It was an asylum. The actual term, meaning of something of comfort, a place where you can go to find peace and security. So it's just interesting to me that our first thought with human nature is something a little bit more ominous. Don't you find that a little curious? Now, do we do this with more locations than just asylums? Are there places where we immediately assume that we're going to find paranormal activity there, whether we have any backing or grounds to believe at all that someone had lost their life on the premise? What convinces us to go to these places? Is it just word of mouth? Are we just believing stories that we've heard about these places? Are we just taking everyone's word for it that local legends are 100% accurate? It's just fascinating to me. So what got me to do all of this thinking on asylums? Well, recently we went back to the coffins and it definitely has some history tying in to asylums. And I definitely very badly (laughs) explain or paraphrase everything that I'm saying on this episode in the investigation episode that will come out later this month. So make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel so you do not miss anything. No, we did not investigate 
an asylum. We actually investigated a dumping ground of bodies for an asylum, but this does not mean that wrong or foul play was in the works. What kind of people would have to take up residencies in an asylum, especially when we're thinking about 100, 200 years ago? Well, unfortunately, the reasonings can be endless and they can be a little heartbreaking themselves. It was anywhere from orphans to people who were elderly and needed special care and had no one to care for them. And oftentimes these buildings were used as holding cells for people who had a drinking problem or any other substance abuse problem. So a lot of these asylums would do a lot of good work. Their main mission was just to give people a place of refuge where they could get back on their feet or where they could just live as long as they needed to live. Now, some asylums would even charge the residents a form of rent, if you will. And depending on the asylum itself, this could be anywhere from you take on a task at the location, whether this is helping out in the farm, cooking, repairing, whatever it was, you could do something along those lines, or you could actually make payments. People in asylums were not just locked there at all times. They were allowed to leave the premise and go into town if they wanted to. So they could get a job. They could try to save up money, better their lives, and eventually move out of the asylum. We still have buildings like this today, only we're no longer calling them asylums. So suddenly they have lost this supernatural drive or appeal to these locations. Now, as I said, the coffins was a dumping ground. See, a lot of times when people would end up passing away, whether it was from health reasons or an accident, when they would pass away while they were in an asylum's care, they didn't have anywhere where they could just take the bodies and bury them. They didn't have the resources or the money to pay for a funeral service for someone who had no family. Who would attend? Nobody. So sometimes these smaller community asylums would take the bodies and bury them off site. And this was definitely not legal back then. It's still not legal today, but it is something that has happened repeatedly throughout history just to save a dollar. And the coffins is one of these locations where people were buried in very, very thin coffins and very shallow graves. And the location itself was not ideal for burying anything. And we'll get into all of that on the actual investigation video. So I hope you come back and watch that. But thank you so much for listening to me ramble about asylums and just how I find it interesting that we have immediately assumed that each and every one is haunted. It's just kind of weird. It's like crybaby bridges, right? Every bridge is a crybaby bridge. Well, until next week, I love you so much. Stay creepy.